0: Praise the Lord. Beloved, welcome back. Last time we had stopped at the fourth stage of the Christian growth stages that we had outlined from the scriptures. We have talked about babes. We talked about little children. We talked about youth or young men. Now we're talking about adults or saints or dear children. Different labels. The scriptures apply to this fourth stage. And as we noted, again, this four stages are not exclusive meaning the Lord can show you a seven stage process, he can show you three stages the word of God is flexible like that these are just a characterization of the stages um, as I understand it where talking about the fourth stage when my time ran out last time so I want to pick up on that from where we had stopped this fourth stage we spoke about some of the characteristics we already read Romans 1, 7, 1 Corinthians, uh, chapter 1, verse 2. We read Ephesians 5, 1 to 8. I don't want to repeat that, so uh, you can catch the edition before this one to uh, uh, to refresh yourself on that we're in the middle of 1st John chapter 3 verse 6 to 9 so I want to jump back in there and as always please, please 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 I beg of you get your Bibles out please I don't want somebody to say this is what brother Josh said I didn't say anything I'm just a copycat copy and paste this is what the scripture said and here it is so what is my name doing in it (laughs) I didn't say anything absolutely zero but your father said something and we have to deal with that I have to deal with that Because like I said, I preach to myself. I preach to myself. 1 John chapter 3, verse 6 to 9, continuing on this stage of adult Christians. Whosoever abides in him Seen it not. Whosoever seen it has not seen him, neither known him. Strong words. Strong words. Little children. Still talking to the little children that he was speaking to in chapter 1. Let no man deceive you. Stop. Meaning there is deception. In the church. There has been. There still is. Today. Let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. Let no man deceive you. First John 3 verse 7. Little children. Let no man deceive you. He that. Doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. The first he, like we said last time, is you and I. The second he is the Lord Jesus. Let me read that again. First John chapter three, verse seven. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness. Is righteous even as he is righteous. No, I'm a worm. No, you were a worm. But God has elevated you and I to be in Christ Jesus. After he put us in Christ Jesus, the goal is that Christ Jesus will be formed in us. Hmm. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness. We keep saying that word. It doesn't say he that receiveth righteousness is righteous even as he is righteous. No, that's not what he said. Read it again. Because the receiving is a given, it's done. God knows that. Some of us don't want to leave that. God knows that He is giving us and we received it. He's not looking for the doing from us of what we received. Please get it. Please get it. Please get it. He that doeth righteousness is righteous like Jesus is righteous. No, he's not talking about self-righteousness. That's not what he's talking about. There are different kinds of righteousness. He's not talking about that. Because our self-righteousness is as filthy rags. That's a different topic. He's not talking about righteousness of the law. No, 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 no. He's talking about the righteousness that we do because we have received righteousness, the righteousness of his son. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous, meaning the flip side is correct. The flip side being, he that is not doing righteousness although he received righteousness he's unrighteous because he's doing unrighteousness Ah, let me say that again first John 3 verse 7 says little children let no man deceive you he that do it verb 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 righteousness is righteous even as he Jesus is righteous But I'm righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God knows that. He gave you that. That's not what He's talking about. Because He gave. He's looking for what we are producing from what we from what He gave. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as He. Is righteous. Jesus. Well, how can I be like Jesus? You mean I can be like Jesus? Uh that's what Jesus said. That's what this verse is saying. We read it before I'm gonna read it again. Luke chapter six, verse forty. Luke chapter six, verse forty. Luke Chapter 6, verse 40. The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Hmm. Did you get that? The disciple is not above his master, But everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Luke chapter 6 verse 40. Matthew 10, 24 and 25 say the same thing. Jesus said the disciple is not above his master nor the servant above his Lord. Verse 25. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master. And a servant as his Lord. God has made space for us, has made room for us to be as Jesus. Ah. I hope you get that. That is his goal. Paul says, my little children of whom I travel again in birth until Christ be formed in you. God wants us to be conformed to the image of his son. 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 Of his son. Let's read that. Romans 8, 29 says, for whom did for no, he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of of his son Ephesians chapter 4 from verse 11 to verse 13 the Bible says and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry for the the body of Christ verse 13 till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man well some of us don't like that word but oh well unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Let me go back to my first John chapter 3, verse 7. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. Verse 8. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God does not sin, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. Help me, Jesus. Again, beloved, I'm preaching to myself. I'm not preaching to you. <laughs> it really I'm not. Uh, if it sounds like that forgive me. I'm preaching to myself. But is this the same John, the apostle of love? Is this the same John that wrote First John chapter 1? Verse 8 to 10, if you say you have no sin, you're deceiving yourself. If you say you have not seen, you're making God a liar. Is this the same John? Uh yeah. In the same book. Beloved, God is showing us the path, the process. You are in pre K. I need you in college you're in pre-k I need you in the master's program you're in pre-k I need you in your PhD class some of us are in pre-k and we say bless God I have the education of God in Christ Jesus okay praise God I mean you won't be counted among the illiterate anymore you're in school Praise the Lord. So, you want to sit in pre K all your life? Really? He's teaching you. He's teaching me, but am I learning? That is a question. He's setting test for me so he can promote me to the next class but do I want to go to the next class that's, that's the question First John 3 verse 9 let me read that again whosoever is born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he's born of God This scripture always messes me up. It has two negatives in it. Whosoever is born of God does not sin. Now that's a choice. The second one says, and why does he not sin? Because his seed remains in him. And the second one says, he cannot sin because he's born of God. He does not and he cannot. Why does he not? He says, his seed remains in him. Remember, when we're talking about the young man in Christ, the youth in Christ, the word of God abided in him. Yeah, the young Man in Christ is start is 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 getting it, is is starting to get it. And that word is abiding richly in him. So he does not sin. Does not sin means is a choice whether he wants to sin or not. Now, if the Lord stopped there, that would have been fine with me. But is the second one that just Ah Lord help me. He cannot sin. And he gave me two examples. I don't know if you guys know anything about chickens. I don't know too much about them, but I know a little about them. I mean we used to have chickens as a kid. You know, get one at the house, it walks around when it's when we want to eat it, we catch it and we kill it. Uh, Okay, if that offends you, I'm sorry. You know, the chicken nuggets you get from the fast food store, it came from a real chicken, okay? (laughs) Well, let me not digress. A chicken is a bird, but usually they don't fly. At least the ones that that I dealt with as a kid at home, they don't fly. Not that they cannot fly, but they usually choose not to fly. They like walking around the yard, you know, picking stuff up, bugs, insects, corn, grains, whatever they can eat. Verse 9, we just read in First John 3, says, born of Hosevai is born of God does not commit sin. So it's a choice issue because they have the capacity to commit sin. But they don't because that seed remains in him. The seed of the word of God remained in Joseph. When Potiphar's wife came, he said, how can I do this thing and sin against God? No, I can't do that. The psalmist said, that what have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. I can do this, but I won't do it. Because God's seed is in my heart. I can't, but I won't. The New Testament calls it temperance. Temperance. I can't, but I won't. But first John chapter three, verse nine says further that. Not only does he not commit sin, he says, and he cannot sin because he's born of God. Hmm. A chicken walking around can fly but will usually choose not to fly but it has the capability to fly. A goat, on the other hand, we've had goats at the house also as a kid. A goat cannot fly even if he chooses to fly. Well, unless, of course, he's a paratrooper with (laughs) Uh, some military somewhere. But I digress. A goat cannot fly even if he chooses to fly because because his parentage is not from flying creatures. Let me say that again. A chicken can fly because its parents are chickens, because like begets, begets like. A chicken can give birth to a, a, to a baby goat. No, a chicken begets a chicken. So a chicken can fly, but we choose occasionally not to fly, although it has the capability to fly. On the other hand, a goat cannot fly, even if it wants to fly, because its parents are not birds. What begat the goat did not bestow on the goat the capability to fly. So it says in verse 9 of 1 John chapter 3, Whosever is born of God does not commit sin. That's the choice issue, for his seed remains in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. W- why is that important? Because he is born of God. Why is that important? Let me say it a third time. Because he is born of God. God cannot sin. God cannot walk on righteousness. All his ways are pure and right. Because we are born of God, not the old Josh, but the new Josh, because we are made in the image Or, let me state that better. Because we have the image of our parents, not the natural man now, Adam and Eve, but a spiritual man. Because when the image of God, because we are born of God, we cannot sin. That's what John is saying. The same John that wrote chapter 1 verse 8 to 10, often quoted, often abused. The same John, in the same book, wrote 1 John chapter 3 verse 6 to verse 9. Now, while we cannot camp at 1 John chapter 1 verse 8 to 10, we cannot we cannot at the same time jump and land in first john 3 6 to 9 the instant we are born again the word of god checks itself in the same John between those two that journey that God wants us to take is set out because grow we must John outlines this journey in Christ for us to see says I know you are here little uh, 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 you babe in Christ, I know you're here, little child. I know where you are. don't lie to me. Don't say you haven't done that. I know you did that uh-huh Mhm. no 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 no, don't act don't 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 put up that act with me. <laughs> I know where you've been but okay, thank you Lord. God is a God of truth. When we deny stuff we've been in, we're peddling in falsehood. When we are peddling in falsehood, we cannot get what we need from the Lord. A contrite spirit that will not despise. Contrition can only come from admission. Yes, this happened. Yes, this is what I did. When we walk in falsehood, we haven't done it. There can be no contrition, but pride. And God despises that. So, First John, the apostle of love, says, I know where you are, Josh. I know where you've been. I know where you are. But don't stay there. Don't stay there. Chapter 2, abide in him. Don't jump off of Christ. Abide in him. Abide in him. So that you have confidence and not be ashamed when he comes. Yes, he gave you righteousness, Josh. You need to start doing that righteousness he gave you. No, no, it's not something to put on the wall. It's not a badge. I'm righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Then you're living like a devil. Are you serious? Really? Oh, when God looks at me, He doesn't see me. uh God doesn't use glasses. uh He doesn't have an eye disease. uh, He sees very clear. In fact, the scripture says darkness is light to him. <laughs> Uh, I don't know where all that comes from it sounds good but is a it is an unskillful handling of the word of righteousness we must grow 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. What image? The image of Christ. From glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. It is a process, guys. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. The Bible says, Paul says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Beloved, who wants to be a baby? Remain a baby in diapers? Or a toddler needing to be changed now and again and we cannot walk or run. But we must be carried here and there. Who wants that? Why do you want to stay? Why? It has its disadvantages, beloved. Several disadvantages. Several. Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth. You know Mephibosheth? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mephibosheth, yeah. You heard about him. Jonathan's son. Mm Mm-hmm. Mephibosheth became lame because he was a toddler and was carried about by someone else. Because he could not flee by himself. Somebody else had to carry him and that person dropped him and he became lame. Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm-hmm, yes, you want to be a baby all your life, beloved I'm talking to myself I'm, don't 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 take it personal. I didn't call your name. no chill, 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 relax, relax. no no, no, I'm not being holier than that I'm talking to myself. don't get mad i'm I'm talking to myself me is lame because he's not grown. He got wounded because somebody that was carrying him, because he had to rely on somebody else to carry him. And that person dropped him. We see that in 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 4. And Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. He was five years old when the tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out of Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled, and it came to pass, as she made haste to flee, that he fell. Now, she didn't fall. He fell. The adult did not fall The toddler fell and became lame, and his name was Mephibosheth. Beloved, as long as we remain babes, we are far, far from stepping into God's fullness for our lives. Far. Galatians 4, verse 1 to 2. Galatians 4. And na- now I say that the heir, as long as is a child. Child here means the babe. That the heir, as long as is a child, differeth nothing from a servant. I want us to pay attention to that. Though he be Lord of all. Hmm. But is under 2,000 governors until the time appointed of the father. A babe is not different from a servant. Although he's set as the heir to the throne. You know an heir is an heir? Is an heir. Doesn't mean he has sat on the throne yet. Gotten that inheritance yet, but is an heir. An heir means you're in line. You get it. I know you get it. Let me read it again. Galatians 4 verse 1 and 2. Now I say that the heir, as long as is a child, differeth not from a servant. Though he be Lord of all, but is under two thousand governors until the time appointed of the Father. I want us to note some, some things there quickly. Number one, verse in verse one, Galatians four, verse one, the heir is no different from a servant. And we'll come to that in a minute. The heir is no different from a servant. And that is very dangerous, we'll see in a minute. The heir is no different from a servant. Verse 2 says, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Hmm. What does that mean? Means that the father has set a time frame for the child to grow out of childhood. So he won't be like a servant. So he becomes, well, a son. (laughs) Oh, Lord, help me. Um, Let me not get in trouble. Uh, hmm. Let's look at John chapter 8. I'll go back through this maybe as the Lord leads because we need to get it. Let's look at John chapter eight, verse um, verse thirty-one to verse thirty-five. John eight thirty-one to thirty-five. Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on Him, "If you continue in My word." Then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Verse 33, John eight thirty-three. now. They answered him, we be Abraham's seed. We were never in bondage to any man. Why do you say you're gonna make us free? I'm born again. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What you talking about, Josh? Hmm? I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're Abraham's seed already. We're never in bondage to any man. I am Abraham's seed by faith in Christ Jesus verse 34 and Jesus answer, answered them verily verily I say unto you whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin remember what we read in 1st John 1st John chapter 3 verse 6 to 9 I'm not going to repeat it, but this is what Jesus is saying here in the gospel of John, first person, the epistle of John, John the Apostle, rephrase and rephrase that and put it as the Holy Ghost led him to put it but now we're in the gospel of John and Jesus is saying verily verse 34 of John chapter 8 verily verily I say unto you whosoever committed sin is the servant of sin now look at verse 35 and the servant abides not in the house forever but the son abides ever. What does that mean? The servant is a tenant, the son is the landowner. Let me say that again the servant. Is a tenant. The servant is in the house. But he does not abide forever. Remember John. First John. Told. Us. First John chapter 2 verse 28. And now little children abide in him. How do you abide in him? You can abide in him. By not being the servant of sin. Because servants don't abide forever. They are tenants. They are in the house with the sons, and you can't tell who is what. But if they remain servants, meaning, according to Galatians, that we just read, Galatians 4, the child. Is no different from a servant. So, the child, meaning he hasn't grown up to sonship yet. <laughs> oh, Lord, help me. The Gospel of John, chapter 3 says, As many as believed on him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. The child hasn't grown up to sonship So the child is not different from a servant. But that's dangerous because servants don't abide forever. They are in the house. The house of God. But I heard Peter say that judgment will begin in his house. In the house of God. Not in the world. In the house of God. So the child... That is still a child. It's like a servant. But the servants in the house won't stay forever. Oh, help me, Jesus. I'm preaching to myself. But don't forget Galatians 4, verse 2 said, The child is under 2,000 governors until the time appointed of the father. What does that mean? It means daddy has set a time for Josh. You know what? Uh, Josh got born again in 1920. Mm-hmm, 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 Yeah by 1930 he should be at such and such grade yeah in 1920 i put him in pre k in the kingdom of my dear son uh by 1925 he should be uh he should be in first grade at least mhm by 1930 josh at least he should be at least should be in third grade because that is the time I've appointed for Him. There's a time God has appointed for our tutoring, for our growing. Ah, help me, Jesus. My time is gone again. Ah. Beloved, I have to stop here again and pick it up next time. Until then, God bless you, my beloved. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: All the-